<laughs> Am I throwing you off? No. Because, you know, I hate it when somebody's no. like dancing one way and no. you're trying to, no. you know, and then. You you know you might have your own groove going and you look at them no. and they throw you completely no. off. No, I was I was I was remarking, uh, laughing at how happy you are. That smile, I love it. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian and Pastor Tasha here to give you another great broadcast. It is Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Grand Rising, everyone. Like Grand our, Rising. My friend uh, Felton says, Grand Rising, everyone. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We <laughs> will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise you, Father. Well, we had we, we had an interesting day yesterday. It was our daughter's 25th birthday. 25? Can you believe we Tw have a 25-year-old? We have year a 25-year-old. That is like amazing. I look 25. <laughs> Uh, who told you you look 25? I don't know. I'm just, I'm telling myself. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. I'm just trying to see who's who's out there, you know, putting this stuff in your head. Yeah. Well, I feel 25. Oh, we got people on the line saying restore. Restore. Woo! That's right. Shout restore. That's it. Everything that the enemy took from you, tell God uh, you know, ask God to it's make them. Season. Ask God to make them give it all back. This is give it all season. back. Take it, like the Bible the says, the violent take it by force. Yes. So take it all by force. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Don't forget to send us the likes and the loves. Amen. And engage, engage, engage. Yeah. The more you talk and engage online, the more. Uh, our video gets promoted digitally so mm -hmm. give us a, a digital um uh foothold uh in you know there's a lot of misinformation out there mm -hmm. so it's good to hear some good wholesome information that's, out there that's it we're talking about uh marriage and family and um for the whole for the whole uh, re uh what i call relationship matters we have we have adopted i talk about in in this western world we've adopted a mindset and you said what do you mean western world well in the americas and in in, in the west we think differently than most people do in, from those eastern countries and eastern areas mm -hmm. so when uh when it comes to marriage and relationships i think we we go backwards and I made this statement. I said, we, what we should do is put, as, put just as much emphasis on getting your marriage license like we do uh, getting your driver's license. Oh, that is the Or truth. getting, you know, your gun license. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to go through some training. You have to, you have to go through some hands-on experience, you know. And, and what people say, well, I, I, I live with my spouse. I live with them first. So that was my hands-on hands -on experience. No, you need to get a little deeper than that. You need to go through some training. You need to well, prove that you know the word. Statistically speaking, most people who live together do not get married. Exactly. So if your goal is to get married, statistically speaking, you should not live with a person. Amen. That's right. The, the odds are against you. <laughs> Come on. If you live with a person, if you if you truly want to be married and, and uh, you say that's your goal, then don't live with the person. Do yeah. things God's way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, 
I want to jump into our, our notes. We've been talking about the blended family. Do you want to do a review first? I would love to. Yeah, let's do a review first. And then uh, we'll get into dealing with the blended family because I know we stopped at a at a place. And yesterday we we were not on because we we were dealing not dealing with we was celebrating my daughter's birthday and yes, but and, you know we also were also uh, uh, going working to, on our building. Yeah, getting our building going and uh, that that by the way is it's it's going <laughs> it's going great right now. Um, and so we have a unique continue to pray with us. Uh, so here's, here's our scriptures, Genesis two and 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Now, um, we're talking about oneness and wholeness. And when you're dealing with oneness and wholeness, that means before you can become, uh, two, you have to be whole or become one in yourself. Yeah. So God looked at man and said, it's not good that he be all one. Mm -hmm. So God took the two out of, took the woman out of man, which made him two. But then, then Adam said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Mm -hmm. And then therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one. Again, one flesh. Yeah, I find it very interesting that he made it to where if you truly want to be whole, you have to go back. Go back. That's right. As a man, you have to go back to your wife. Yeah. And you could go a lot so of good. places, you know, yeah. but you will not find oneness mm -hmm. with any other source than your wife. Yeah. At, so good. You know, so I find that point very interesting. Now, uh, the other scripture is. Matthew 19 and 5, it says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no more two but one flesh. But therefore God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. And so dealing with the blended family, mm -hmm. let's look, let's go back to where we were. Um, and I, I, there's some, there's three parts we're looking at. There's one part that we talked about the other day where it talks about unresolved feelings for the ex-spouse. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, we've gone over that a couple of times. The, the next part is lower trust and higher expectation, which is uh, the reaction to hurt, which says that you are guilty and pro until proven innocent and you are not going to hurt me. Now, a lot of times what we do is we tend to put on the glasses of the ex to look at the new spouse. <laughs> and we put a higher expectation on the new spouse, even though the, the old spouse couldn't live up to that expectation. And even though you couldn't live up to that expectation. Interesting point. Um, and so what do we say? Date to establish trust. Right. We don't date to mate. <laughs> uh, the second thing, and I like this part too. It's a time of full disclosure. So tell me about, you know, what should we expect when we are dating? You know, let's just talk about that just for a second. What okay. should we expect while we're dating? What should we look for? So, for instance, one of the things that we said is that it's a time of full disclosure. Mm -hmm. And to that point, you know, this is not a time to put on airs. Mm -hmm. uh, we often look at the story of Ruth and Boaz. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we look at the story of Ruth and Boaz, at the initial 
meeting between Ruth and Boaz, her mother-in-law, Naomi, told her, gave her instruction on what to do. Mm. I can't wait to write a book on it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure someone else has, but I'm going to write one anyway. I make a point of not reading books uh, that speak to that because I want the Lord to speak to me. That's good. That's good. Uh, but Naomi told her, listen, freshen yourself up. Mm -hmm. That old dress that you always like to wear. Mm hmm. Put that thing aside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> wear this. Yeah. Wear, wear the best one you have. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> In other words, Naomi said that Ruth was to put her best foot forward. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Ruth was not to behave in such a way that she stopped acting like herself. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. You know, we yeah. get into grooves yeah. and we get yeah. into habits and we are often not self-aware. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so Naomi said, listen, you need to pay more attention to how you how you behave, mm -hmm. who you are, how you, you know, present yourself. But listen, when when we say date, dating is a time of full disclosure, it means that this is not the time to pretend. Pretend. Or, yeah. or to try to be something you're not. That's right. That's right. This is a time of full disclosure. And in, in, in other words, anything that you will ignore in the dating process, Satan will invade mm -hmm. in the marriage process. Yeah. So if you fail to address the issues with your children in mm -hmm. the dating phase, once you get married, mm -hmm. that issue is going to come back and haunt you. Mm -hmm. If there is a problem, an underlying problem, your kids don't like the man you chose or the kids don't like the woman you chose, if you can't uh, those issues are not going to go away. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. and the biggest problem with marriage is lack of premarital preparation. In other words, people go into marriage with, uh, unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. They say, Oh, after a little time, things will change. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? Sometimes things don't change. And are you prepared mm -hmm. to withstand, uh, you know, Stormy weather, yeah, so to speak, yeah. in the dating process yeah, or yeah. in the marriage process. You know, the, the the one of the things that we taught our children growing up is that uh, we don't want to lie to them, and right. you know, we don't even want to lie to them on the smallest things. In right. other words, we don't want to become pretentious right. or or let them know that you know. Well, there was no Santa ever yeah, yeah, in, no, yeah. in the way that we uh, address yeah. even holidays. Yeah, yeah, that with was our children, and we want we want to be sensitive here. But the thing of it is, is that we 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 told them the truth. Right. We told them how <clears throat> how things work, and so if you lie to them in the beginning, mm -hmm. this is the point I'm, I want to make. If you lie to a person in the beginning then you got to keep up the lie. Or when they find out the truth, they're going to say, well, if you lied to me about that, what which else? is small, what else are you lying to me about? So <laughs> I love the fact that if you're dating, be real. Don't try to go out and be somebody else. And, you know, uh, if you don't like sports, you know, don't try to become a Dallas Cowboy or a Houston <laughs> Houston Rocket, you know, <laughs> just because the the man loves him, you know, don't don't do that. You know, right. let let him know or her know that this this is not something I like. Now I'm willing to come into your world, right. but I don't like doing this. So yes. that when so that when something happens and you don't want to do it because you're upset, well then the guys were like, "Well, I thought you always you always you told me you love this kind of stuff." Now everybody knows somebody who changes uh, with 
right along, their personality changes yeah. depending on who they're dating. Yeah. If they're dating somebody who likes classical music, suddenly they love the classical, classical music. music. That's what I'm saying. Don't let <laughs> them know. And if they're a Texans fan, you know, sudden, for they... instance, all of a sudden, oh, they just love the Texans. They buy everything Texans. Mm-hmm. They have Astros, everything, you know. And, you know, I love, uh, we often go back to uh, the Lion King. You know, it's a cartoon. We know this. But what what the gist of the first Lion King movie was is remember who you are. Right, that's right. Uh, the the young Mufasa, the young cub in that movie ran off and tried to get away from himself because he was yeah, ashamed of what so he good. had done. That's so good. And very yeah. often, you know, when you break up with somebody, when you divorce somebody, they will put out all the bad information about you. Mm -hmm. And so you can walk in a level of guilt and shame and being ashamed of who you are. But God's word reminds us of who we truly are. Mm -hmm. The truth behind it all Mm -hmm. is that, you know, whatever God says you are, that's what you truly are. Mm -hmm. And so then God's word reminds us to be who we are destined to be, Mm -hmm. who we were purposed to be, who we are designed to be. And then he's telling us that I created you in my image and in my likeness. That's right. Come on. That's what God's word tells us. And that now it's time for you to emerge out of that cocoon Mm -hmm. and out of that shell Mm -hmm. that you have put around yourself to protect yourself and be who you were truly designed to be. It is time for you to break out. That's right. And be yourself. That's right. Amen. Well, today I want to look at number three, the non-biological parenting and uh, how do you parent as a non-biological parent? parent in a blended family. Um, so the problem is when a biological parent tries to protect the biological child from the non-biological parent. I hope y'all are catching <laughs> what I'm saying. It's the biological parent trying to protect the, non, the, the biological child from the non-biological parent. Right. So what often happens in uh, within families is that the parent will, you know, we have these blended families where two families came together. And what people tend to do in those situations, if they are not prepared for this situation, is they will gravitate toward their biological children Mm -hmm. and not have the emotional intelligence to treat the non-biological child the same way Mm -hmm. they treat their biological children Mm -hmm. because they have a special affinity for their biological children. I mean, just think about this. If you went through a divorce, then your biological children were probably with you on some level. Mm. They saw your pain. Mm -hmm. They saw everything you went through, Mm. you know, in the divorce. They saw... You know, they saw you emerge victorious at some point, maybe. But, you know, whatever you went through, you went through it with your biological children. Mm -hmm. You know, very often, even an economic depression will happen after a divorce. divorce, So your children saw you through an economic depression. Mm -hmm. And so now you're in this new situation, in this new family. How do you you know, distinguish between that feeling of being so drawn to the person who knows you better than anybody else in that house Mm -hmm. 
And how do you discern now that you are a parent to all, mm. all of the children mm-hmm. in the house? Mm-hmm. And you can only do this by way of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. A lot of what we're so saying, good. Yeah. you have to trust God and depend on God to help you in those situations, those situations. And, you know, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit our teacher. Mm-hmm. That's good. He's a That's teacher. Good. Yeah. He will teach you how to behave yeah. correctly mm-hmm. yeah. in a situation. You know, situation uh, it's, it's good that you brought that up because a lot of uh, maybe some people listening to us will say, well, where's the chapter and verse for what you're saying? You mm-hmm. know, where is, you know, give me scriptures. Well, one of the things that I always like to say is that, that you may not find chapter and verse for everything that you confess. You may not have... Um, uh, address in the Bible for everything that you declare. Mm. But the Holy Spirit gives you words. Mm. He is the author of the scriptures. Right. And he will show you certain certain things. You know, we always lean on the scripture and make it a law. Husbands love your wives right. as Christ loved the church. Well, I'm loving you, woman. You know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, and we feel like we've, we've defined love our way. But the Holy Spirit comes in and teaches us how to love. Right. And you see that in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, yeah, yeah. where the Holy Spirit is teaching you how to live higher, mm-hmm. yeah. higher than what? Higher than the worldly standards mm-hmm. for living. And, you know, the Holy Spirit was designed to not to, to you know, you might get born again by way of the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. and the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. and confessing that blood Mm -hmm. in that name Mm -hmm. and actually receiving Jesus as the Lord and the owner of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, once we were slaves to sin, Mm -hmm. not by, not by voluntary means, but by birth, Mm -hmm. but then we voluntarily became in essence, a slave to righteousness Mm -hmm. as we, you know, became uh one of christ's children yeah and so then the holy spirit now helps us in our walk Mm -hmm. the problem is very often is that we need help in our walk but we've not received the help of the holy spirit in this thing and we're wondering why am i going crazy well guess what you need some help that's right that's right you know um i want to I want to get into and maybe some people have questions or uh, please type them out in your comments section. But when you're dealing with a, uh, a biological or a blended, excuse me, not biological, but a blended situation, uh, are you having trouble with uh, parenting? One of the things that we would like to say about parenting is you got to learn when you're dating this person mm. to trust them because the sole thing that 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 works by the Holy Ghost is that you share ownership of the children of the partner. Mm. You must share ownership, you know, and and when I say ownership, that means that that child becomes your child. Right. You be, begin to you begin to treat that child like your child. Now, um, I don't know if if anybody saw this thing that came up with the Mac, something about McDonald's. This girl uh, had a guy that was bringing his son McDonald's, but the girl said, you know, there, and I, I may be getting this wrong, but the girl said, there's other children here, you know? Right. How can you bring McDonald's to one? Yeah. And McDonald's, I, I don't know about other people, yeah. you know, my kids do not like McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. eat, eat McDonald's because they have to yeah. <laughs> sometimes because it's, they, yeah. it's, it's easy. It's convenient. It's convenient. But, 
But, you know, when I was a kid, McDonald's to get a Happy Meal was a treat. Yeah. And so if one child were to walk into the room with McDonald's and the other child children did not have access to that McDonald's, it would be kind of a fight. Yeah. I mean, the other kids would not be able to comprehend and understand that yeah. situation. Yeah. And so you know that, you know, that's something, you know, maybe the biological father felt like, well, I'm not responsible for those other children. Exactly. But at the yeah. same time, those children don't know that this man yeah. or this person, exactly, their brother's father, they might not comprehend the concept of him not being responsible for them, but they do comprehend the fact that uh, he's being treated different. Or, or and they, or com- they are being yeah, treated different. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, they're experiencing the rejection. They're experiencing yeah. another, and you know, blended families, the children experience quite a bit of rejection and nobody likes to feel rejected. This man who's responsible for his own child would not want his own child to feel, feel rejected. Yeah rejection rejected yeah. but yeah. yet what he was doing in essence was sowing seeds of rejection exactly. toward the other children and maybe his philosophy stopped him from comprehending mm. what he was actually doing to the children yeah and that's why we have this program that's why that's this right is one of Come the on. reasons that Come we on. are talking about this right mm-hmm. now because a lot of times it's not that a person is trying to be a, a poor example or a bad Christian or a bad co-parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that they don't know. Yeah. And the philosophies is controlling their lives. You know, the Holy Spirit, and I had a good conversation with one of my sons and he said this, he said, I dealt with something like that. But what I did was. He recognized. The Holy Ghost showed me. Yes. Yes. That yes. if I do for one, I have to do for all, even though they they may not be my children. And and I love that fact that the Holy Ghost can talk to you. It can break down the the walls of containment. It can break down mm-hmm. the walls of philosophy. It can break down the walls of what we we what we've been accustomed to knowing and doing. So so share ownership. Mm-hmm. Of those children, and you then, know, you know, another thing that I want to express to you on on the, on another level is that you know you cannot help what say um, you cannot control what happens in another person's yeah, household. I want to deal with that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I don't want to linger on it because we do have mm-hmm. that point later on in mm-hmm. in our in our talk, but you cannot control what happens in another person's household. So. Sometimes you might see something and know that it's not right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so what do you do in a situation like that? Your your ex-spouse, whatever he or she is doing is not right. You know it, but you cannot communicate to them or say anything to them that would cause them to rise and think higher and mm. do things better. Mm. What do you do in a situation like that? You must trust God That's in so situations good. like that. Yeah. If what one parent is teaching a child is wrong and bad and against the word, you still have the power of what's right mm-hmm. and what's good mm-hmm. on your side. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can believe God and trust God that your child will lay hold of what's right and what's good. But if you continue to fight 
the ex-spouse, then your focus is not on raising up the child so in good. the way they should yeah. go. Yeah. Your focus is still on fighting yeah. the ex. Yeah. You know, that's a battle that you decided a long time ago could not be won. Mm -hmm. So then what is your goal now mm -hmm. to do what the word said? Raise up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Yeah. That's what God's word says. So you have to sow the seeds of righteousness mm -hmm. and trust the Holy Spirit to reveal to your child in, in, their, in their own, you know, belief, in their own growth, in their own spiritual growth what is right That's and good. i know this is a lot of information to take in you might say you don't understand my impossible situation but i will say this you don't understand my impossible, impossible god. god that's so good that's so good well on on you know our time is running out but on the subject of non-biological parenting let's look at some some points in that number one we need to uh the the, the parents must learn to make decisions together explain yeah. that so that means this parenting must be done, first of all, outside of the earshot of the children. Mm -hmm. If you are arguing and complaining and making decisions in front of the children, they will think that you are taking sides. Mm -hmm. They okay. will hear every argument. They will hear everything. And, you know, yeah, that's not that's not good. They will think that you're being partial mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you may have perfectly legitimate reasons for making the decisions that you do. Let me say this. The non-biological parent has something that you don't. Mm. It is called objectivity. Mm -hmm. That's good. Objectivity. Mm -hmm. In other words, they have an, a perspective that you don't appreciate while at the same time, you will insist that you have a perspective that they don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. In other words, you are both looking at parenting these children from two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. You must so at some point yeah. decide that your spouse might be seeing something that has become a blind spot mm -hmm. to you. For instance, this child who you love so much may be manipulating you on mm -hmm, some level mm -hmm. and you're so close so to the close situation to it. You see it. that you cannot see. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you must, that's why you have to trust the person you married. You must trust that they love your children. Mm -hmm. You must trust that they have their best interest at heart mm -hmm. that you must. And I'm not saying give up, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying hear what I'm saying right now, right now and give up to a point where you say, okay, well, I, I trust you. And so you give up to a point where you're not paying attention. Yeah, That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. You must pay attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, trust that there might be some decisions you're making emotionally and not logically. That's so good. That's right. Well, we're going to stop right there. Our time is up. We're going to come back here. I, I believe um, we're going to pick up here. We might do a review next next week on monday but we're gonna pick up here because i think a lot of people are intrigued oh my god by what we're saying you know and and if this is you and you're having issues or you you know you like you like the answers that you're getting you know drop us a comment let us know hey you know this is blessing me this is this is changing the way i think this is changing my philosophy i believe the holy spirit wants to help you this has been the main theme of this talk today the holy spirit wants to help you he is the third person of the godhead yep. yep we should not ignore him we should not forsake him he 
wants to be your best friend. He wants to talk to you and show you the way to go. So yep. uh, and a lot of people are trying to be close to God, but the situation, the blended situation they're going through has served as a distraction. Wow. And so this is one of the reasons that we're teaching on these things. Maybe you say, I'm not in a blended situation, but you might have someone in your church who is, and you must be able to minister to them on the level of righteousness. And that's one of the reasons that we're talking about. This yeah. So thing. good. Yeah. Amen. Well, listen, we're, we're uh, going to be uh, returning on Monday. Listen, this Sunday is our, uh, we're having a service out at our property. Praise God. A lot of great things are happening. Uh, you know, Sometimes if we're missing this because we have meetings and we're really getting those things together for our, our building to come up. So y'all forgive us if we if we miss a day or two. Hey, but um, on another level, things are coming together things in, are a coming in, in a very good way. We're, we're going into another phase, a new phase of getting the uh, plans and projects out there. Uh, so be praying with us. Believe God with us. Support this this mission of getting the kingdom of God in the Lamarck area where we are turning it from the forgetful city to the desirable city. Amen. Yes. The Bible says that we will rebuild the old waste places. Hallelujah. And there shall be many that will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, not just be converted, mm -hmm. but be discipled. We are a place of miracles. We're a place of love, signs and wonders, and we are innovative. Praise God. If you want to see some innovation, come out to Word Power, Lamarck. You will love it. Amen. So let us bless you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen.